Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guests as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos, we'll be having a natter with them about. They're on the episode image, and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. Like your yellow top. Thank you. I've just brought a bit of sunshine into the studio. Do you ever do that? Do you think consciously about colours when you're getting dressed? Do you think, I need to bring this energy? Yes, I can't wear all black. You don't wear black. That's no. really true. I never wear all black. So many people do, and you're right, you I, don't. I don't. That's just something about now me. Now you've just said you've it. Lit, that's something you've just learned about me. Yeah. Yeah. And now that, you've, now that I've said it, you see it. I totally see it. Say what you see. I have never seen you in all black. You've never seen it. For a while, I was even wearing uh, black jeans with brown shoes, and that caused a lot of controversy. Really? Yes. The fashion police descended one Edinburgh and went, you're wearing black jeans. Yep. You're wearing brown shoes. Mm. But you're wearing a black belt. That's unacceptable. Who Who are these people? Uh, it was actually Seymour Mace. And he went... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Whoa. <laughs> who recruited Seymour Mace? Seymour likes to wander to around. To be in charge of other people's check. clothes. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're wearing black trues. That's I don't know so what accent that audacious. Was. It's brilliant. Yeah, but also I would never dream of saying to. I'd never dream of giving anyone negative feedback. I mean, privately, one hundred percent all day long, but to their face. <laughs> Do you know what? I accepted no. it. I accepted it, and I thought I never. Right. It never occurred to me. He's right. That you need to wear brown belt if you're wearing brown shoes. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's right. Yeah, he's he absolutely was absolutely right. right. It was a faux pas, and it's one that I've kept in mind. To this day, you've learned. And I've learned. Done. Well, because when I, you know, I'm always growing as a person, as you can probably <laughs> tell, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit of constructive criticism. I'll bear that in mind going forward. I said constructive, <laughs> <laughs> not just aggressive notifications. I wouldn't dream of giving you feedback on how to dress. You always look You're very always stylish. You're very complimentary. Yeah, you do I'm, have nice I'm clothes. Like, I'm literally wearing jeans. You have nice stuff. And now I think about it, lots of lovely bright colours. Yeah. That, because I have what you would describe as sallow skin. Right. Yeah. So if I wear sort of very dark colours in winter, I look dead. You don't and a little bright colour just allows this sallow skin to pop a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, I... I... What have I got then? I'm sort of olive -y. You're not, you're not white, white. No, no, there's you... a bit of olive going on for You're me. ruddy. Whoa. <laughs> Ruddy 
<laughs> Sounds a lot like dirty, muddy, grubby. No. What I mean is, is that you've always Grubby. like what I always have to put. I always have to rub a bit of colour into my cheeks. I have got colour in my cheeks, but that's what I mean. You've no, always... it's artificial. <laughs> I put it there. <laughs> Do you know how makeup works, babe? Did you think I'd look like Aunt Sally if it was more overtly, like self applied? No, but... no, but even when we're doing no. All right, in my defence, even when we're doing a Zoom, have you got makeup then? Sometimes. No, 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 no. No, I can be a red cheek. Yeah, but sometimes you have just come back for a swim yes, exactly. or you've just been for a cycle ride and you yeah. have colour in your cheeks and you, you have a healthy glow. Yes. Ruddy was the wrong word. Ruddy was what the wrong word. <laughs> but healthy. And words are important, aren't they? <laughs> With hindsight, I can see that now. Um, you have a healthy glow. Uh, visage. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And um, I often look ill. So, because I get sort of very dark circles around my eyes and I look kind of like, you know, right. yellow. I never think that. Grey. You said it. You said grey. <laughs> I, did, I, did. I didn't say grey. I said, now you've said that. Yeah. I wouldn't say You said grey. I wouldn't say grey. Okay. I wouldn't say to a friend, <laughs> you're facially grey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are days I am facially grey. Although, I have to say, when we were talking the other day, and I haven't forgotten this, Kerry, and I said to you about my turkey neck... And I said to you, and Joel was a witness, I said to you, what do you think? You can't see this turkey net. And I almost said, you can't see this, as if to almost direct you yeah. on how you're, what your response should be. Okay, where's this going? And you went, oh, yeah, babe, I can see it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you can see the turkey neck. And you went, yeah. What would be the value in lying? Well, we just talked about... <laughs> Um, just getting into it's a angles. microphone. I think I covered this. It's angles. We've all got a turkey neck if we do that. And then if we... Do, that's why people do selfies up there. Yeah, but I wasn't... You had a funny angle, hence the neck sitch. Yeah, okay. So you've got to... Always it's angles. It's really hard to know the right angle. You need to get a stick. Yeah. Get a nice, I long... Do. I need a nice... Long, high yeah. stick. It needs to be about nine metres long, that stick. I'd just be like two... Just like a sort of like blurry dot. Yeah. But do no, you... you won't see your neck. Well, I, don't, I won't see my face. I won't see me. <laughs> no, I true. think is the uh, clue. No, there. I'm always doing the wrong angles. I look back on some of you know. You look at yourself in a zoom, and you're like, "Fucking hell! Get a pile of books, Kel. Get get up there. <laughs> get, get the camera higher." Do you know what? I had my photo taken with someone recently, and uh, they said, "Oh no, no, no! That's not my good side." side. This is my good side. Yes. And then they turned and they went, this is my good side. And I went, oh, how do you know? I know. You know? Yeah. What, okay, what? So this is... Oh, which one is it? You see, you don't know. I, I do you're know asking that... me. I, uh, one that, side... That if I've got my fine. hair up... Yeah. One side, I feel a bit like I look like the Trunchbull. <laughs> what? Do you mean... You know that vibe? Like, yeah. And then the other side, not so much. Right. It's it's a. I don't know what it is. What do you mean about you, your hair? Yeah. When I wear my hair up, if I catch, you know, sometimes you catch an angle of yourself and you yeah. go, "Oh no, that wasn't what I was after." Visually. Yeah. I think profile wise, it's really obvious how much my forehead protrudes. 
I don't agree. So what happens is my forehead protrudes and then my nose goes right in and then it comes right out again. What are you talking about? It's an actual fact and I've seen it. <laughs> wow. This is a level of self-criticism that I'm not going to participate in. you know what? In. It's not even self-criticism. It's self-awareness. It's no. self-knowing. No, it's, it's self-flagellation. It's not self-flagellation. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a protruding forehead. It's to other attacking. people. The way you just described your face, yeah. you made yourself sound like a gargoyle. Which I don't think is <laughs> self-love. Um, That's not self-love. Well, I accept. I accept my face. Uh, as it's a it lovely is. face. Do you find when you look back at pictures? So this is my current um, dilemma. I leave the house. I look in the mirror. I think, yeah, you don't look bad. Go out. Yeah. Go on stage. In fact. Yeah. Then photographs of you on stage come back to you, and you're like, no, no, that doesn't match what was in that mirror. They oh. do not correlate with each other. Uh, yes, 100%. Mirrors and cameras are not the same. I mean, there are loads of haircuts I've had in the past where I've thought, this is a cracking haircut. And now I look back and I think, you look like you've just escaped from prison. <laughs> you've just been let out. Why does that... Why, why have photos of us on stage? There's sometimes people send me pictures. They go, oh, I took a few shots of you at that gig. And they send them to me and I'm like, it can ruin my day. Well, that's because you're... Well, and mine. Um, you're... It, a little bit of water there. Yours and we move our faces a lot on stage. Yes. We're very expressive. Yeah. And so if somebody catches us mid-expression, out of context, we do look like gargoyles. Yeah, bad. Look really, really bad. bad. And there's loads and then I of move... stuff up on the internet. Oh. And that's not coming down. No. And posture, like I move my, I get myself into position. <laughs> I know that one. I get in there <laughs> and I'm, what's happening? I'm like a witch. <laughs> and then someone goes, click. And they send it to me. And I think, why are you doing that, Kerry? Why are you doing that? Because it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. We do it because it's funny. And at the time, we don't care if we look stupid. And if no, someone takes... you're chasing a... the laugh. <laughs> you're just chasing the laugh. Yeah. I'm not trying to get that Dior contract. <laughs> it's Gosh. never going to come. No, I don't think you or I will ever be saying you're worth it <laughs> to anyone, <laughs> least of all ourselves. Talking of promotion, we're trying to get Itsu to sponsor us because we just had a lovely lunch. Every day, every time we meet, we have an Itsu. Yeah. But it's delicious, isn't it? It Jen? is really delicious. Wasn't it tasty? It was. Spicy Korean uh, noodle bowl followed by edamame beans and some miso, the perfect accompaniment for every meal. And <clears> if um, it's who want to give us free food, I'm up for it. I yeah. can be bought. You can be bought. Oh, so can I. If it's food, yeah, anything, I don't care what it is. No. I'm sold. Oh, you do that every time. It's like our catchphrase. <laughs> Have we started? No, because we haven't. Because I said we're going to start with this photo. But this is what happens every time. And then you start and then we do it. Can no, we... I'm... Joel actually shook his head there, suggesting it hadn't started. Joel, haven't started now. Yes, you see, now we've started. Okay, so now we can get into it. Oh, God. Don't listen to Kerry Goggleman. Focus on me, Carl. Okay. So, Carl, firstly, thanks Hi. for... It's not usually this formal, is it, Kerry? What are you doing? I'm looking at the pictures. For fuck's sake. <laughs> this is the premise of the thing is we talk about the pictures. Yeah, we're I mean, but normally we have a... But before we start, normally what we oh do, Carl, before we start it's to get into the phone... It's not like a maths test where you show your workings no, out. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say to Carl how we normally begin the podcast. And this isn't... Oh, that's normally... great content for Carl. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not a listener. I'm a, yeah, he's I'm our partaking. guest. He's our guest. So this is like this. when couples row around guests. I'm thinking right, more okay. of the pleasure of the listener. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Currently, how, I don't know. Do they often just listen to you to have a ding dong? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> what happens is I will make a suggestion. You will overreact, Kerry. Okay, I'm really working have. on that. I'm working on that. <laughs> right, okay, I'm trying so to bring let... it down. Bring it down. Yeah. What we normally do is we just start with the conversation, yeah, don't we? And down. then we go into the first photo. Incredibly patronising way <laughs> okay. of talking someone down. It's just, yeah, but I listen bring it, back. Bring it down. I do listen back to myself sometimes. I know it's not advised. And I think, oh, I sound so angry. So I'm really working on that. Okay, cool. It's but only with you. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. yeah. <laughs> Which, fair, fair but it's enough. got a kind of comedy vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's only for you, babe. Rage. So, Carl, when you're going to Australia. Yes. I'm going on two days' time. God, do you think man, you'd ever pretty late back? Might not come back, maybe. maybe I'll just I was going to say, do you think you'd ever live there? I'd, 100%. That's your well, plan. That's that you are going to go there. I think... Um, His wife's from yeah, Melbourne. My wife's from Melbourne, and um, I think we will ultimately end up living there, being based there, and coming back here for a bit of a year, rather than being based here up. and going to there yes. for a bit of a year. Because, and I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Londoner, and I love this city, but I don't... <laughs> like a lot of people in this country yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> so, changed. We, yeah. Yeah. And nothing, nothing to do with politics or any of that. Some people would think that's some sort of like, you know, mm. oh, of course you, you know, liberal mm-hmm. elites in London. I'm talking just general vibes of people. Do you think that's a misanthropy that just happens with age? Well, I think it is. I've hit middle age. And I think I now, I can deal with arsoles but I, I want new ones to, yeah. to get to you try. You want to deal with arseholes in a sunny climate. I feel like London wears you out, doesn't it? I feel like London wears me out. It's a heavy city, isn't it? It is. And when you're young, you're like, it's exciting. Exactly. And it's got, on the tube. I, I still yeah. live here. Friday night tube journeys are exciting. It's pissed. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. live. I mean, I'm staying. I'm not coming yeah. to Australia and I don't live in Brighton. So this, this is where I live. So you do that thing. You might know it as a Londoner where people start slagging London off <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. get a little bit spiky. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> you're like, excuse me. I do it as well. I but love like, London. I love it. And I never thought I'd leave it. No. But now I do. I do. I, my patience for some of it's. Fair enough. And, and you're an not, easygoing bloke, yeah, so who has to really push you to the way, Yeah, it's just it's more it's nothing to do with any of the big social problems when people talk about housing and all no. that. I don't give a shit about that. Well it's stupidly it's expensive. It's it makes people being loud yeah. on the train. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair <laughs> enough. That's made me want to leave to the other side of the world. <laughs> no, you might get that you might get that in Melbourne. It's true, but the, yeah, people don't really use many trains over there. Trains it's are, a different lifestyle and uh, you know, as you said, your wife is from there anyway, so it's not like you're kind of doing something. No, no. Mm, Nutty. It's no, yeah, I'm not moving to the Amazon. No, which I, I would also it. be up for. <laughs> I would, I would happily go to Melbourne every year. Yeah. for the festival. It happily. is nice. It's I a just nice love city. to just spend a month in that city. Yeah. I just love it. I've got to go. You've got to go. It's such a great. Also, there's something about I do love going to Australia. I don't know if I could live there because I've got no ties there. All my family are here, but. I just love being there. And whenever I'm there, I feel quite sort of liberated, even like as a performer, because I'm like, no one knows who I am. I can be, I can, you can almost can reinvent yourself. Mm. You can be more playful on stage. I love it there, but it's much more, it's just, it feels weirdly for what some of its reputation is, I feel like it's much more civilised. I think it is. I think Melbourne is anyway. Yeah. And even actually Obviously, yeah, if Sydney. you go to Darwin, it's going to be slightly different. I've been right. to Darwin, it's mad. Oh, really? That, oh. And I've been to like Alice Springs, those places. They're, like, they're those, both of those places, because they're so isolated. Yeah. They're, 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 they're batshit. Yeah. The people there, and also because particularly in Darwin, when it rains for months yeah. of the year, so after oh, the God. so there's like the wet season. When it gets to the dry season, they always talk about there's that interim period between the wet and the dry season where people are coming out of the wet season and they've gone a bit doolally. Oh, okay, and they're going into the dry yeah. season to like almost become mentally more stable. Mm. 
Is it? You should world. go. That's another place you should yeah. go. One day I'll get there. I'll yeah. come and see you. you do. <laughs> I'll knock on your door. You're like, Shit, oh, I left. It's I a Londoner. Yeah, I left for a reason, Kerry. <laughs> you're like but people trick or treaters when you turn the lights out. <laughs> you always, I'm always impressed by how late because when you did that gig for me, the other, that school fundraiser, oh, yeah. um, and then I was like, and then you had to get to the comedy store, and I was like, how are you going to get there? You're going to get by then. You were like, I'm just going to jump on a line bike. Get other. <laughs> Carl knows how to do <laughs> London. Nice. You're just co- yeah. good at it. Big fan of a zip car. Yeah, a zip car, like a line, line bikes. bike. Scoot- oh, yeah, I don't. I know. Of- I don't. You make it look easy. But I I don't own a car. I got rid of my car. I say got rid. When me and my ex-wife parted, (laughs) we decided she should have it. (laughs) Very diplomatically Um, put. I just thought she should have it. Um, (laughs) Darling, you have the car. (laughs) And I was meant to get a new one, and then I never bothered. And I started using zip cars. And I love the. I love not owning anything. I love that being able to sort of... That's a classic stand-up comedian though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But in my head, I think of it as like... Yeah, I just come with just my a bag of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do. I love that thing of just being able to be like I, I, a hire car that I pick up for an hour. I've got one. I drove here in one. Did you? And after this, I'll drive Are it you back. Looking for them? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think they do amazing deals. And they've got amazing <laughs> customer services. Because Check when, out zipcar.co.uk. when he told me about it that um, night, I was like. Carl's but right. I, do you know, but I will say, it's the only company, you know how difficult it is to deal with any major company yeah, now? Yeah, Utilities yeah. companies is a nightmare. Zipcar, and again, this sounds like an ad right <laughs> I've been using them for 10 years. Only company I've never had an issue with. Zipcar.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> but you grew up in London. You grew up in Tooting, to- didn't you? Yeah. Uh, which is You're just around the corner. You're a proper London lad, Carl. There's uh, not many... South London yeah. proper South, There's not that many Londoners who are proper Londoners. And with both True. your parents Irish? Well, um, yes and no. Basically, my dad was born in London, but his parents had just basically come over. Right. So he was... Sort of, he was I would say, like, he sounded like, Bri- and looked like Bricktop from Snatch, my dad. <laughs> but 
<laughs> he, um, it's, uh, like, genuinely, that's, that's quite the accent. That's wow. what my mates always used to call him. Once that film came out, everyone was like, oh, I shot your dad. <laughs> but, um, but was the most cult. He was more culturally Irish than my mum. He hated. He would like, like he he would dream of supporting like an English like in the England football team, the England yeah. rugby team. Like, so I've always thought of him as English, but he would have been he would have been mortified livid. if you knew. You yeah, saw that. but and all his friends were Irish. All his family was Irish. Everyone and around him. And like, where did they meet? Was, Irish. Where did your mum and dad meet? In like an Irish bar. Right, right. And my mum was Irish. So everyone I grew up with loads of Irish people. Now I'm married to an Aussie. I've really first time I've, I've stepped out of the old Irish gene pool. <laughs> Mainly it was your family. No, I think that's not true at all. By the way. <laughs> we just, I always just, again, it was, I was just was gravitated towards it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, anyway, the Irish do, don't they? Yeah. And that's just, a big part of your growing up and oh, the, massive. the cult, like, like Irish community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every, we went to a local ch- like church. Yeah. And then there was Catholic. Like, oh, Catholic. Yeah. Our Irish social club next door was where we spent most of our time. Mm-hmm. You know, every yeah, I worked in an Irish social club illegally from the age of thirteen. Wow. Where was that like, in Tooting? Was on Mitcham Road. Oh, it was Mitchum called Saint Boniface Social Club, right. and I used to work there for, for so illegally when I was like, you're not meant to work in a bar if you're under. I think you're allowed to work if you're under maybe sixteen. But not serving. You can, also, but you, you I'm, can I'm, collect I'm, glasses. I think. I, from but yeah, from sixteen. So I started doing that when I was thirteen. But oh. I was working behind <laughs> the bar when I was sixteen. And you're not meant to work. I think I don't know if it changed it. You couldn't work legally after ten p.m. As an under 18-year-old. And I was doing that when I was 13. (laughs) Oh, wow. I was raking it in. (laughs) One of my mates were getting pocket money. I was on like 70 quid a week. I can't say it's cool, sir. I got a shift on at the social club. (laughs) 250 curly whirlies in the back of the van. Help yourselves. (laughs) That's a pretty solid background, like a kind of cultural background. Yeah. And it was proper, like, yeah, it was just a South London Irish sort of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. The council flat bit was like, you know, it was nice enough. And both my parents ducked and dived between jobs so this first picture is your mum with her sisters yeah so my mum comes from a family of uh, there were six siblings there was okay yeah. one died young but there was four sisters two brothers with okay and the sisters are all it's like all four of them are four foot eleven <laughs> and they're the loudest <laughs> maddest group of women you'd ever meet your face in that picture is pure deadpan <laughs> but also what I love is that how old are you in this picture I, I, I reckon I must be Centre 12 maybe just before you started your career at the social club yeah, yeah this was just you're before clinking. I hit the workforce you know, <laughs> I was enjoying my final years as a child <laughs> well, it is, with a look, glass of wine before, <laughs> before I hit the street got, it's quite a big glass of wine Carl. Mm. that's not a small glass of wine you've got yeah, there yeah yeah I mean it was that thing of like my, you know again looking back now I don't know how <laughs> right or wrong it was but very from very young it was that thing of I oh, let him have a little taste yeah no you know and by, and by early think, teens we fair. were I let him have a glass <laughs> you know so and it was, no, let him have a shift at the bar <laughs> <laughs> I was let him let him manage tonight but yeah it was like it was a really um, laid back for, like light upbringing of you know these are good euphemisms for alcoholism isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah but also it means i've never i've never had a like I'm, i really like drinking but i've never had a problem with it in terms of yeah yeah it's one of them things i could it was normalized or not uh, it's not a taboo is yeah. It? yeah you know i suppose it's that slightly european thing of a yeah, glass of wine at totally do you remember the, what this occasion is i don't i reckon it might have, it could have been my um 
communion, not communion, what's the one? Confirmation, confirmation maybe? Confirmation, yeah. Oh, okay. God, I did you do that? I did all of them. I did first Holy Communion, confirmation. confirmation. Yeah. Did you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you have to wear a wedding dress? For my Holy Communion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a picture of me in, a, in, a, in my Holy Communion <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> I had to, yeah, yeah, I had to wear a waistcoat some... and I looked like a little snooker player. Did you have to wear a waistcoat? That yeah, was a yeah, thing, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah, waistcoat with a little tie. Yeah. And they, in fact, they it was very weird because the boys all looked like they were grooms and the girls all looked like, we all looked, had, I had I think I had a vet. That's the only time. <laughs> I'm never wedding married. I passed so, a shop the other day that was wedding dresses for girls and it bewildered me for a while until I worked out it's holy their communion. holy communion yeah, gown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, I was like, hang on, is this a child bride shop? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had lace gloves. What? Jen. I know. Oh, okay, we my need that mom, picture. Gold that crucifix. Picture yeah, got, yeah. My mum bought me, a, um, every, I got a gold crucifix and that was really, so I remember wearing my gold crucifix with my lace gloves and my white wedding dress and the oh, veil wow. and a tiara. Oh my God, it does sound wrong as did I say Did you do confirmation that. as well then? I did, what, yeah. Did you, what, do you remember what name you took? 14, I think, when I did it. Did you take, a, a, did you take a saint's name? I did. Yeah. Well, was. this is like a Catholic workshop. Oh, I, took, I, 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 I didn't have a middle name. My parents didn't give me or my brother a middle name. Right. So, what's your, what was your so confirmation name? My confirmation name? name was Christopher, Christopher. But I've never used it. It's not a legal name. Right. It's just in the ether. Uh huh. Yeah. I think mine might be Teresa. Jesus knows. Yeah. Jesus knows. Oh, yeah. He knows. Oh, he knows everything. He knows everything. We've got to get him on. He's everywhere. He's here. He's in every episode. Was it a pretty strict Catholic upbringing or not? No, I mean, not really. He's my got dad's... a glass of wine in his hand. Oh, yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> they give you wine in church, don't they? Huh? They give you wine in church. They yeah. do, actually. It's sherry, isn't it? Yes. But we weren't allowed it. I mean, they never gave the kids any of the wine in church. No. But you went to mass every Sunday. Priests, notoriously, are very protective of children. <laughs> <laughs> we know that now. Very, very um, protective of booze and children. Yeah. Are you? Uh, did you go to mass every week? Uh, was no, on and off. Like my, my mum was very religious, uh, and she would go. My mum, like up and into older age, she started going like pretty much every morning. Okay. My dad could not give less of a shit about. Like, right. He never. Like he always phoned it in. He'd go once on Sunday just because he wanted to go to the pub afterwards yeah. with everyone. And then I used to go, I because I went to Catholic schools as well, mm-hmm. I used to have to go in school. Right. But Sundays, like, by the t- I reckon by about 11 or 12, my mum sort of said, if you don't have to go, if you don't want to. She was right. very chilled with that. Around this age and, in this picture, Yeah, really. and what was really funny was a lot of my mates from the area, they, like, they, again, they had quite similar backgrounds, but one of my mates, Garrett, his parents were proper, like, you have to go to church. And he said, you don't have to sit with us, but you've got to go. So what he used to do is he would walk with them to church. They'd go up the front, he'd sit at the back. But then I lived around the corner from the church. So he'd just duck out, come to mine for the hour, come back and meet them. We'd literally just go and smoke cigarettes out my window. And, like, and my, my Brilliant. parents would never say anything. My, my house was like the embassy. But there is a line. I remember I've, I, I had friends. I, you know, I had sort of two groups of mates, two and friends and Croydon mates. Right. And that, like, they were the rough. The other side of, of the tracks. And like, we were like, we would, we would not, not parents, but like, we would sit in their... 22 year old sister's house smoking weed when we were like 12 and 30 and now looking back I'm like I don't think they should have been letting us do that at 22 (laughs) even older someone I remember like there was some of their neighbours who were like there was one guy who was a 40 year old rasta and we used to sit smoking weed with him when we were like 12 and it was like what were you getting out of this? Yeah, yeah, no, you know I remember yeah. being around some house. Yeah. But he weren't creepy at all. He's just like, but you just, you know, get your own age friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I... I mean, yes, it is creepy. It You're is correct. creepy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but 40 no, year really old nice smoking guy. with the 12 year olds. It just seems so weak. Call when you're on the younger end of that anecdote. Yeah. yeah. 
what's going on here? So this was my first day of sixth form college. <laughs> 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 It's one of the worst decisions I've ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is genuinely like to this day I cringe every time I think about this. So I I went to a school. I went to. I went to. Did you pull? uh, Oh my god! So I went to a Catholic secondary school. Um, yeah. I moved around a bit. I went actually went to a school near here, secondary school called Bishop Thomas Grant for a I bit, know that which school. was rough as guts. BTG. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. trying to get their kids in there. They'll church up for a. Is it nice now? There. I don't know. It's a local Catholic school. Well, it I, used yes, to it's be, considered to be a good school. It used to be rough as shit. Yeah, that's the story of many a school, isn't it? So like, so basically, I went there and I left after a year, luckily. Okay. And uh, and went to um, St Thomas's in Mitcham, right. which was a middle school. And then it's from all middle there, school in, uh, in England. And yeah, and then I went to Wimbledon College, which is like a good, oh. it was a secondary school. Yeah, I went to the Ursuline. Did you? Yeah. Oh, what age are you? 48. Okay, you're a bit, a bit before me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carl, I'm a lot before you, mate. <laughs> um, but, um, yes, yeah, so, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, um, I've heard yes, of you that year. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, yeah, so I went to Wimbledon College. Which was like again, oh, went a great college, school, but it was yeah. a decent school. Yeah. But it's all boys, right? Uh, did you for, go out with anyone from the Ashline? I didn't know. Um, I Ricard? Oh, I didn't know. Not until like, but the sixth form was when it sort of all changed, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Because yeah. it was all boys for three come. years. Ursuline was all girls, and then at sixteen to eighteen, mixed. But then you blew it with this outfit. Oh, this right? is it. So, oh my god, is that the outfit you wore? Well, yeah, because we got told like we, they, we, to we had to suit. wear school uniform up until sixteen, oh, and then god. sixth form they said we want you, you have to wear a suit with the college tie, right? And they and they said that what, you can just buy just buy whatever suit you want. Huh? And I thought everyone was going to go. Oh, we can buy our own suit. Let's go buy a nice suit. <laughs> So I, um, uh, every single person oh in school, like ninety nine point nine nine percent, I was the only one. Everyone else bought a navy blue, a grey, or a black suit. Right. And I went to Ciro Soterio <laughs> with my bloody pub money that I was making, and I bought a three piece cream suit. <laughs> 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 and I, I literally, I, walk, I remember walking into school and being just instantly like, oh, I've oh, fucked shit. up so hard. Didn't you have a mate to just brief you before the day? Well, no, because I was like, I thought this would look cool, innit? Did you style it out or you just... <laughs> well, the problem was, again, no. this is, again, this also, is quite sad. I know exactly the kind of environment you walked into. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know exactly how badly it went. <laughs> So bad. It's not, like, it doesn't even fit you. No, so no. It's, lots I got it, of I, I, obviously, I got it off, off the off the shelf, off the hanger. I didn't get it tailored. Peg, peg <laughs> is the, the word. Sorry. And um, and like to get it to fit, you could, I just had to buy the ones that were like, well, the trousers sort of fit. Even then, like I didn't, you know. Oh, now big. I wear a much more tailored suit. It's but yeah, the shoulders big. are way too big. The legs are too big. But, the the legs, legs but I didn't mind a baggy big. trouser then, did I? It was That's the, not a baggy trouser. It's a too long trouser. It's the nineties. You know what? You look like. A, you like a young Alan Davis. Yes, you do. Oh, don't my you? Weirdly red lips. So, <laughs> how did this go? How did it? Bad for about <laughs> basically, but because again, because like my parents obviously weren't very flush with money. So you couldn't just yeah. like, get a new. It suit. wasn't a case of like some kids had two suits right. to alternate. I had one suit. You had to go in every. And day. I had, like I mean I had to literally use my own money. 
and ask my parents for money. Like about, I think I lasted about two weeks before I was like, I need to, I need to buy a backup <laughs> suit because this is not happening. Did you, how quickly did you lose the waistcoat? Uh, I mean, yeah, the waistcoat didn't stay with me for too long. You can just imagine even teachers coming up to you and going, you can lose the waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that will help. Yeah, look, get oh, rid of the waistcoat, the mate. I remember the whole, lose the waistcoat. <laughs> the whole ethos was, it's to make you like in the transition from boy to man. Man. For okay. a period you wear a suit. Okay. You're like, I did that transition when I started working in the pub at 13. <laughs> so this was my this was what I transitioned like 40 years too far. <laughs> the suit was transitioning at a different pace to the boy with, isn't it? Oh, it's, oh it's wow. such, even like the shirt colour, everything was so bad. There's so many problems. And also, I can't remember what shoes I was wearing. They're out of shot, lucky for you. I did I used to I weirdly like that, I mean, it wasn't that out of character. I was, I was, I used to dress quite flamboyantly as a like a dandy. A little bit. I used to wear. I like. I used to love a flowery shirt. Mm. But I used, to, I used to. There was this period where you just could buy these big flowery collared like shirts. Pa- oh, there was a paisley. paisley, but big like. I used to wear like sort of seventies yeah, style like shirts. Yeah, those big seventy collared. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> sorry, that's, I'm remembering <laughs> it now. Called it yourself. Oh, yeah, was, oh God! <laughs> Even when I first met you, you were wearing very loud shirts. Yes. Was I? Yes. You always had a look. Oh, you always God. had a kind of very. Of your own. strong loud shirt thing going oh. on like a 70s pimp vibe I did have a bit of a pimp vibe I think you yeah. even yeah. I think I even yeah so you would have it tucked into your jeans oh. and I remember that we've all bit. had sartorial chapters that we're yeah I've really oh, settled I don't, down in my middle I've age I mean so of all the pictures because you know on this podcast a few outfits have come up yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think so far that is my favourite <laughs> we know what the cover of this <laughs> Oh, episode God. is going to be don't we first day but the first day of college but that you wow. see the, those early decisions uh, can impact on your love life your social life oh yeah I mean that really I mean, you, two yeah, years you weren't life. you weren't going to have a love life on the back of that outfit <laughs> and also what I remember at the Erstaline I think the girls don't really have a dress code in the same way that no, like, they you don't. didn't have to wear a no, suit no, no, that's no. crappy that's not yeah, fair yeah so I was overdressed Within... <laughs> <laughs> For courting. So everyone else is in jeans and a t-shirt. You're just in the wrong century. <laughs> oh, God, like the fucking Del Monte man, whatever it is. Oh, Jesus. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some from my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. 
In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Talk us through this picture. Oh, that's a bad one. That's, um, yeah, so this is, uh, <laughs> this was at Glastonbury. Excellent. Um, I reckon it was Glastonbury 2000 and I'm going to say... Could be 2003. No, it's not 2003. It's later. That might be like 2008, I think. I, I always... Because I've got no pictures of Glastonbury pre-smartphones because no oh one was taking God. pictures. Yeah. I only ever have ones with I smartphones. Reckon, I'm trying to work out what year that would be because I've got shorter hair. You're a mess in that picture, Carl. I, I mean, me... That was my mate Peter Quinn who also from an Irish background grew up around the corner from me. Mm-hmm. Um, me, him, it's and great. I reckon it could be like 2008 or nine. Right. Um, just... Or 10 maybe when I cut my... Because I had big hair. This uh-huh. was either before or after that. It's a bookend period when I had big hair. And, uh, I remember I, your hair. I remember your big curly hair. Yeah, silly, wasn't it? <laughs> but, um, well, what were you going to do with it? You had curly hair. I know, but I should have kept it. It's wavy, but it was so long that it looked really curly. It had corners at one point. It had corners at one point. Corners? Yeah, it was a sort of... <laughs> 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 I took that really badly when you said that. Corners? <laughs> Even though I didn't like how it looked when you said that again, I was like, "All right, man, all right, fuck you." Um, But (laughs) I like that Kerry thought that was a compliment. Okay, I assume you styled it like that. Oh no, it was very much as it just lived how it wanted to live. Yeah, but um, but yeah, this as you did looking like yeah, this was Glastonbury where me and like three mates. This was taken on top of a lighting rig. We broke backstage. (laughs) Like, Backstage where? Like we're behind us, behind one of the music stages. Wow. We How managed to. We just snuck through a fence and then just <laughs> we were so drunk we were just on this rampage and we ended up seeing this like it honestly was about a 60, 70 foot lighting rig oh tower. Oh my god! And we you managed. Could have killed I yourself. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've got so many stories of like when I look back thinking you that could have been the end, Bloody but like hell. this, we all climbed up to the top of the lighting rig. And we got to the top and genuinely like there was like a spotlight that was about two foot diameter. And now it was lighting up a stage, a music stage that was about two, three hundred meters away. Really far away. It was one of them big spots. Oh my god. And um and on the stage it was late. This was like two in the morning. There was like a DJ on. Mm -hmm. And and there was a field of people like And we just suddenly were like up there and we're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, we, we were so nervous of like, should we move the light? And then we, and then we like, it was, like we were so drunk that uh, like, and we thought it was going to be so fun to get up there. But when we realised the like, Danger. Like, what we could, how much we oh. could change. Like, By moving a light. Yeah. Like, you know, we could really Fuck do some crazy shit. I yeah. think we like got a bit overawed with the responsibility. Shadow puppetry. You could, that's on the table Anything, as well. Anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we just like we couldn't know we were taking it in terms like it's almost like oh i'm gonna do it and no no one would touch it it's like we all got all scared all of a sudden what happened then um well my mate peter then just just hit it like that and it just dropped a bit like and what it did like 300 meters away no 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 No, no, it was so all he did was like it was on a little you know so you could move it okay and he sort of just pushed it a little bit and it just dropped about an inch but 300 meters away on the stage it just took all the light off the dj so now the dj who's on stage is just can't you can't see him anymore (laughs) and then (laughs) so uh, what was illuminated now um just (laughs) probably like you know the crowd just in front of him right and then we just i got the giggles so hard like you know it was such a stupid thing to do 
but then obviously we thought we've probably got limited time now before we get busted yeah so my mate grabbed it and just started like (laughs) like shining it like a proper like a prison you know spotlight just going across the field and if we'd see somebody like walking across the field and we'd whack it on them and follow them like that as they walk and it was so bright they just shit themselves oh my god we just like we were like absolute and then security surely caught on yeah did you get caught do you know what we got caught and we didn't get kicked out of the festival or anything they honestly were so like what are you not doing and then they just gave us a real talking to and Mm. then just kicked us back through the fence how are they going to kick you out of the festival I suppose it would take them 45 minutes to walk us out (laughs) do you know what I mean but it was. But we were just so drunk. The state so, of you in that picture, you really. Looked. I mean, I was. Yeah, that is. Um, <laughs> but also very. I was still. I mean, that's. I was probably you that were really photo. Young then. I was probably playing up to the. Yeah, absolutely. Camera. Do you go to Glastonbury now? I haven't been for I reckon six, seven years, maybe eight years. Have you gigged there? Yeah, a few times. Why I used to love you it. Lately, I just haven't. I, 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 do you know what? I, actually, I sort of fell out of love with it a bit. I right. used to I used to go loads and I loved it. Yeah. And then I just got to a phase about eight years ago of being like, I think I'm done with festivals. See, I thought that come and I went But back. no, that I now, but this year was the first year of watching Glastonbury. I was like, I want to get, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back in the, this year in the was, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is next? That might be next chronologically. Okay. This was my 2018 uh, Australian wedding in Melbourne. Ah! I made that cake. It's a vegan cake, isn't it's it? It's a vegan cake. I made a. I've. I've. I've made my wedding. I made my wedding cakes. My first wedding. I've made my wedding cakes. Oh, my second wedding. Really I made wedding cakes for comedian Chris Martin's wedding. I've heard oh, about yeah. this. I'm quite a good baker. I've heard about your baking skills on the grapevine. Why haven't you done Bake Off? Because I don't really want to. I, I, I like, um, I've not, well, A, I've not been asked, and B, it's like, I do like baking for my own. You're I like, solid bake-off material. I like, um, I like baking as, I find it incredibly relaxing and meditative. Oh my God, and why aren't you like much, look at that. I know, I'm it's incredible. In. I'm and that's not, in. I mean, you love eating cake because, I mean, do you love eating cake? <laughs> I do love eating cake. No, but that's, Sorry, why aren't you larger? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, I that's quite my problem. I like baking, but I'm scared that I'm just going to eat it all. Yeah, and it is. I mean, I mean that, but that's quite an easy cake. That's that man. That one is more about just throwing all the fruit and flowers and things. So it's on. a sponge. Yeah, there's not much icing needed on that. Like and the ones I made, I'd say the ones I made for Chris Martin's wedding were good. They were that like, colour wow. scheme. Everything <gasps> was really nice. Oh, I did like a massive lovely. tier of cupcakes. Oh wow! Was that in America or was that here? No, it was in Scotland. That one. Oh, it was in Scotland. But, um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I also the reason this photo as well, I was absolutely hammered, oh, and I had to carry that cake from the kitchen. <laughs> and I've never seen my wife more terrified, like more convinced that that was <laughs> yeah, going, going over. Like, I was at a point of drunkenness, you know, when your eyes just sort of yeah, go. You do I was look... fine. I wasn't like I wasn't roaring drunk. But I was just like. You shouldn't be carrying a Yeah, cake. I shouldn't be catering. <laughs> <laughs> I was that level of drunken. Yeah, and that's a really big cake. Oh, and it was wobbly as well. Oh. Like, yeah, it does look a little... I mean, I can't tell if that... The, the board that you've got it is buckled. It doesn't look secure. Or if you're no, not no, no. holding it And straight. also, the, I'd made, we'd made a stand for it out of logs that looked really rustic and cool. And, you know, everything oh, about this should have gone wrong. But it's it was, got um, lovely flowers in it as well. Yeah. It's, it's quite really nicely beautiful. put together. Nice. <laughs> Vegans get a bad rap because often there's this kind of like ha-ha joke that they're this or that. And actually, 
all the vegans I've met are really lovely. Well, yeah, I think and, it's, yeah. And, and they it, do the self-deprecation yeah. jokes. Yeah, and like it's, it's more the online types. Yeah. But then you could say that about every and single group. About, yeah. You know what I mean? Can't, people who eat meat online But even in the comedy world, like any vegans in or vegetarians, yeah, oh, they yeah. can't even put their hands up, they're so weak. Yeah, I that saw, stuff, you I'm know. not going to name him, but, uh, yeah, but I, obviously there was that old joke. I'm, I remember the first person I ever saw do it was Adam Bloom about any vegans in. Too weak to probably raise mm-hmm. your hand. Yeah, yeah, I remember But that. I saw a newer comic... He's quite, you know, doing all right, quite well known. Do that, like, last Do year. The same joke. Same joke. Yeah, I've seen that joke told many times. And like, I, 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 I was walking, I was, what was I doing? I was doing something in the studio at the Glee, and they were on stage in the main room, and I popped in to say hello. Uh, and he, as I was walking back to the studio across the back of the room, he said it. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but as he said it, I went, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> really loud. And I didn't do it on purpose. It was a proper, like, guttural response yeah, yeah. to, like, the hackiest old joke. That, did it like, get a laugh? First time around. I mean, if, you know, if Adam wrote that and did it first time around, funny. But yeah, like, yeah. If the fact that somebody else is now doing it, it got a bit of a laugh. But I was quite heartened by the fact it didn't get a big laugh. <laughs> so your sound was more yeah. audible than <laughs> Also, like now, with everything that we know about the environment, totally. if you're going to be like about vegans, then you're probably on the wrong yeah. side of this argument. Yeah, I think you've got to have a decent sh- argument. You need a better joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to need a bigger joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one is next in the? Because I, I really want to go over this. this I reckon that's probably the next one. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. Yes. Is that the one? So, are you doing um, uh, what, what is it? Oh, it was a musical. Um, that's it. So You're doing happy. a musical with Kiri and Jade. <laughs> like it was so a musical was yeah. Kiri, Pritchard, McLean, and Jade Adams had a show. Called, I a musical. That show. I never did it. They used the backyard. It was amazing. I heard that, and I never had the bottle to do it. Oh, you should have. Did done you it. do it? Really did fun. you do yeah, it? Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Oh, what did I you never sing? Never had the bottle. Oh, I sang uh, in. Um, a, I did two, but I did one where we sang a. Uh, they got all. She got all the um, an ensemble. An ensemble got all the gays together <laughs> to sing. Um, to sing from uh, uh, what's his name? Rent. Wherever that song is from. Oh, yeah. Five hundred But it's really awful when you can't sing and join an ensemble where. Everyone can. Oh, yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing. This is why I never did it. I can't sing. But that was part of the. Is it you doing fun. Rocky Horror? I did. So I did Sweet Transvestite. Right. If you're um, on your own and you can't sing, I think it's okay. Well, but because the idea for it was they, the, the whole gist was it's comedians who've never sung or, or aren't singers uh-huh. doing, you know, their favourite song from That's the That's a musical. lovely idea in theory. So the idea is, yeah, you're not meant to be able to sing. Yeah, I know. Or That's not meant to be able to sing well, well. You know what I mean? <laughs> So yeah, I um, but can you sing? I was no, no, not re- not very well. I'm, I can just about hold a note, right? But also, that song is a very easy song to sing. Okay, yeah. Like, not to, I'm not not to get into the, you know, I don't know much about singing, but <laughs> Tim Curry wasn't the best singer on right. earth. Right, but you he know, was very, famous for musicals. Yes, but like you know, in when he sings that song, it's very much right. quite a. He's it's not, delivered he's, in a it's, sort of quite almost. Like it's almost talking. a spoken way. Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. It's, spoken, I mean, it's more talking. about the performance. I isn't see. It? And you look like you went for it. Oh my god! Like I said, I, I <laughs> said I'd do it. Where did you get outfit from? Um, I'd ordered it all online, and my wife did my makeup. You look great. And like. I honestly I've never sung in front of an audience before yeah, I've, done, I've done drunken karaoke yeah. with mates, but I, I was so nervous but then once I got into the outfit you I was like so happy. I think I want to be a transvestite <laughs> 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 like, 
You do look very at home in that outfit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you don't look like you want to get out of it. No, no, I loved it. I'm singing and I end up winning it as well. Right. And it was was the best. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you've got lace gloves in this. Yeah, I do, How good do they feel? I mean, every part of it felt incredible. Kiri's face is great. Kiri's just checking you out. Look at that. Oh, yeah, proper just, just like, having a look mm-hmm. at him. The batty, the batty crease. <laughs> okay, you don't look as good as you think you do. <laughs> Did you put it in the mix because of just the joy of the performing experience? Yeah, it's the only photo of me in drag. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> British and men love pictures of themselves in drag. It's kind of like I do. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think we say British men, but actually British it men are more honest about it because there's a tradition of it in like pantomime and yes. performance. That's right. So British men can be like, oh, well, it's just a bit of a laugh. But all men, if you get me in a little flippy, if you get me in a basket, Joel's nodding furious. But that's the, be like, oh, you, yes, yeah, please. you instantly think I look good. Right. <laughs> You really like, oh my God. Not. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I disagree. I think you look great. Um, you've got a great pair of pins there. Look at you. You've got your hand on your hip. And also, did you do any, I'm just going to zone in on here. No, there's no waxing. No, no, no. It was um, oh, no, disgusting. You really didn't. Absolutely disgusting. Have you still got that outfit? Um, do you know, I don't know, actually. It must be in a cupboard somewhere. Because I don't remember. Be. I didn't throw it out. Get it you out. Know. Yeah, I think I might. I might Halloween. I might wear it on the flight to Australia. <laughs> And what's this picture at the? Is right, this? What's the last one? This one it looks like a hospital. It's a lot, that's the day we that we did IVF. The day we did the actual insemination. Oh wow! That created I my daughter. When we did it. You both look really happy. But yeah, I mean, to be honest, we were so naive. Like we um, we didn't realize until it had all worked that there was only a 15% chance of success. Yeah, the, the stats are not no, in your favour. It's no, no. kind of a long shot. I genuinely think if you, at that point, we were like, it's a, probably, a, I don't know, 80 or 90% chance of success. Like, <laughs> we, oh, wow. we, we didn't do any reading about it. Like, I've got, I've got, I'll do a story about it on stage. I did, I haven't done it for ages. It's obviously a couple of years old, but yeah. like, I used to do a story about how, like, we didn't plan to do IVF. Like, we, we sort of just started trying, but like there was a bit of a window where nothing seemed to happen. Uh-huh. So we went for tests and they were fine. Yeah. Then the doctor was like, well, you know, you're because we were both like just under 40. She went, If you're under 40, you can get a free round of IVF if you want to try it. Just might as well, you know, at your wow. age, it might help you about. That's a postcode lottery, so they say, Yeah, yeah you and we chance. basically yeah, we just she just said it on the spot like that. We hadn't even ever discussed it. Wow, and she, we went, Yeah, go on then, like that, thinking it was just like a bit of a laugh. Yeah, and then we started it about laugh. We started it about, no, but <laughs> I can't, this is actually winding me up. I know because <laughs> I, I talk about it on stage about how everyone who I know who's done IVF, it's such a big thing, it's a big deal. and it's a lot, often it comes with a lot of baggage but you know couples have tried for a long time and the cost but ours well. was genuinely we'd never discussed it we just went to get our fertility test results from the doctor and she said um it's all fine it's probably just age you know it might take a bit longer and she said to help you out we can give you a free round of IVF and um, it worked straight and we went oh right um, you're all right like that. and we started it about three weeks later and we genuinely at no point asked what, what our success chances were I mean with the NHS as well it's it's even lower than because it's, they don't do any any of the extra tests or anything no. because you have to they're so expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're just like it is literally a lot of yeah yeah so it's but we we because because we'd just been thrown into it we never did any outside reading so we thought again this is so naive we thought oh it's probably yeah we'll just go and do it and we were like oh it's probably yeah we'll probably just get a baby in it like there's no <laughs> and, she did. Uh, yeah, and, and, did. and it just did and uh, and it was the weirdest that day so that day there was no nerves we were like you yeah we're doing ivf yeah. you look so <laughs> 
excited. <laughs> and then, and then a few. You look weeks, like you do. Yeah, in it was the most bizarre. Like, looking back, it was the oddest. <laughs> like I can't believe how dumb we were and how. <laughs> like I remember, I went. I flew out to to uh, Montreal a few weeks later to go to John Hastings' wedding. Mm-hmm. I got and uh, Hannah called me like on the day I landed. I was like, oh, yeah, I just got yeah, it worked. I was like, Ooh. and then just told the other guys, and we just went and got drunk, and it was. Wow. It was a, it, I, it's horrible. Like, it feels, I feel bad how easy it all was. Yeah, because yeah. it shouldn't be. But I, it was that thing. It was pure well, ignorance is bliss sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But also, it, you know, it's, it's a one in or whatever, you know, whatever the stats are. And you just happen to be, do you know what I mean? Like, I it has to, someone, it's got to work yeah, quickly yeah. for some people. And it does, you know. Yeah. And also, if there was no issue i suppose with fertility well, maybe that. that might have helped i think as it was well. purely just yeah our, the, the way the reason it hadn't worked was just some timing issues mm-hmm. and we weren't like we weren't you know we were trying but not in that sense of trying we yeah. weren't yeah, we yeah. weren't timing you got things. a free <laughs> you got a free round of ivf and you were like well we might why not? as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it was just i mean it's the but it's mad yeah that it just was that that sort of <laughs> and uh life has changed You'd be on all recognition yeah. now you're a parent. I've got a three and a half year old now. Oh three and a quarter year old. I can't believe three mm. and a half. Yes. It doesn't feel like that long ago. Though. I know. It's Have you done Edinburgh with her? She came, this year was the first time because obviously she was born in 2020. Right. So I was doing Edinburgh. So you I, had a lockdown I, I, And baby. this is, again shows how naive I was about getting having a baby, parenting and all that. I'd booked in to do Edinburgh. The plan was the baby was due like two weeks before Edinburgh. And the plan was to have the baby and then go up to Edinburgh for a month. Oh all of us. Oh my God. My, <laughs> like my, wife and, my wife and daughter were going to come and we were just going to Did gonna your like, wife think that? She loved, she loved the idea. She was like, yeah, we'll just chill out in the flat for the whole month. Wow. Like, oh like, no, there's my no My wife is a bit out. of a carny. Like she's a bit of a yeah. festivaly type yeah, and actor. Yeah. And, you know, yes, yeah, we'd created this plan. We were like, we'll have the baby go up, have fun, show her off to everyone. And like, I'll just do my show in the evening. And, like, it was sounds just, idillic. It does. but It, it sounds at, like every uh, person that doesn't have a baby. Exactly. Then the moment, Obviously, we had the baby, and then it, but we were in lockdown at the time. It all yeah. kicked off, and then obviously, like I remember, like when it came to the end of July, we were like, oh, "I'm so glad that COVID <laughs> has happened because that would have been the worst yeah, plan ever." Oh my god! Once she was born, you must have been like, "Can you imagine I can't, I, being I mean, in Edinburgh?" Insane. Even like 2021, when she was one, yeah, I was like, you know, people were going up for weren't people going to try and go up for like them yeah. weird one two day things? It was things. a weird festival, and wasn't I was it? like, I'm not even ready for that when she's one. Yeah, I remember. I've told. I can't remember if I've told it on this podcast, but I remember my child rolling around on the floor at Edinburgh saying, please, I mean, no more puppets. <laughs> <laughs> no more puppets. <laughs> it's like, oh, just one more puppet child. <laughs> Do you remember when um, I took the first year my kids came up? I think they were three. And uh, I remember we took them to about six shows. They not they didn't sit still for a single show. Kids they didn't, didn't watch one yeah. show. Oh. Every single time they got up and went, can we go now? We're like, we're only five minutes in. Do you know what I mean? Look at the puppets. Look at the puppets. Look at the puppets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love it. Just the total, kids don't care. They're just like, fuck this. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. this. I used to be a children's entertainer. So just like performing for young kids. And they, they don't, if they're not having a good, I mean, it does set you up for a stand-up. Yeah, definitely. If they're not enjoying it, they do let yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, it'll be a double finger up. They turn their backs. They just yeah. walk off. Yeah, walk off. Bye. Yeah. I <laughs> say to their mum, like, Who, what's this shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you paid for this? <laughs> well, Carl. thank you, Carl. 
Thank you. It's been lovely to have you. You're going to Australia. After all that, we'll go make use of this this very good bike equipment. (laughs) Thank you, Carl. Oh my God, that's so Thank you for bringing such brilliant stories and photos. You're 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 either badly dressed or drunk in all of. Them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Apart from the IVF. Apart day. from the IVF yeah, one. Yeah. No, they were a lot of fun. My favourite is definitely the suit. Yeah, I think it's. Um, that's I think we're going to get points. a lot of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> have a lovely time in Australia. <laughs> Will we you. ever see you again? Yeah, six months. I'm back. I'm back at the start of May. You're not coming back. You're not coming I'll back. Come back. You're not going to come back. I think I will. You're it's just going to move there. Got a life here as well. <laughs> You're in a bit. You're wanting the life there. I do. I mean, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> but then also by the by May it starts going into their sort of winter in Melbourne. So I'll come back. Oh, you're the just going to do season I'm just going to, yeah, maybe. That's what I need. I just yes. don't ever want to see a winter again. Yeah. I wonder if you can live like that. If you don't, if you homeschool. Yeah. If you do homeschooling. I know, but then she's already a vegan. I don't want to be even weirder. <laughs> 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 